Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female, you may ask? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She constantly strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony, but knows that it requires being true to your priorities and what makes you happy. She is never complacent about striving for better and always nurtures the relationships with the people in her life. So let's get started. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, Episode 2. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we are talking to Nicole Culver. Nicole helps women figure out how to make healthy living work for them. She guides them to figure out how to make taking care of themselves a priority because you have to put yourself first in order to happily take care of everyone else. So she's a woman after my own heart and definition of an alpha female. She also has an organic and gluten-free granola company called Blissful Eats, where she makes it easy to choose healthy and delicious, good-for-you foods. And then she also helps women to set goals and figure out first steps for their business ideas to create a life that they are completely happy with. She really is a woman after my own heart and embodies everything that is an alpha female. So I'm very excited to share today's interview with you. We're here today with the amazing Nicole Culver. Nicole and I have known each other on the online world for a little bit as we are both Fitfluential ambassadors, which means we get to work with really fun brands occasionally and bring them to our audiences. So I'm so excited to have Nicole here with us today. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So I kind of gave a quick intro in my intro about how you are the founder of Blissful Eats, a small business owner and health and nutrition coach, but do you want to give us kind of a 30-second speech of what that really means? Yeah, definitely. So I basically help women figure out how they can make healthy living work for them. I really stress for my clients to lose the all or nothing attitude and I guide them how to figure out how to make taking care of themselves a priority because you have to do that in order to be able to happily take care of everyone else. I also have an organic gluten-free granola company, Blissful Eats, that I've been running for four years, kind of off and on, but now I'm really on after having two girls. Awesome. And how old are they? I have an almost eight-month-old and a three-year-old. That's wonderful and probably exhausting all at the same time. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but as someone who is like craving to become a mom, I'm just like, oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. We, my husband and I are both full-time entrepreneurs, so we both juggle taking care of both of them and running our businesses. That must be, again, rewarding and exhausting. It is. And we've only been doing this for a few months, so we're definitely still working out our work schedules and our balance and prioritizing our girls and work. And it's definitely a, a balance and a juggle every day. Yeah, understandable. 
Um, so we'll launch right in. Uh, we've got some amazing questions all about being an alpha female since you are on the alpha female podcast. And I was wondering, I'm just going to read a part of, I guess, my definition of alpha female and you can tell me what resonates with you. But I describe an alpha female as being a powerful and assertive woman and she's confident because she's an intelligent and intellectual problem solver but she's constantly striving for happy and healthy work-life harmony versus balance. I like using the word harmony, but um, she knows that you have to be true to your priorities and what makes you happy to ensure that you have that harmony. And she's never complacent about striving for better. She's always learning and educating herself and self-development is a huge aspect of her life. And then finally, last but not least, she nurtures all the relationships with the people in her life. So how are you an alpha female? You know, it's funny because I hadn't really heard too much of that term when you had sent me over the information. And as I was going through it, reading it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is totally me. I have never categorized myself like that. But so many of the things that you said resonated with me, especially taking care of myself first so I can take care of the rest of my family. That is something that is super important to me, because if I'm not happy, how can my family be happy? So something I do is I make sure I wake up every single morning before everyone in my family, which means getting up at 5 a.m. and fitting in some podcast listening and some exercising and making sure my day off is going to start off on a really positive note. I love that. I think that's how we connected is because we're both on Instagram. At yeah, I know. <laughs> Super early. <laughs> um, and um, I loved that you said when you sent over your answers to me that you have to fill your gas tank first. And I love using that analogy of like, I saw a quote on probably Pinterest or Instagram about how you have to fill your cup up first before you can pour it into someone else's. And um, I find that so important and so many um, mothers and entrepreneurs are trying to go, 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 but don't always make themselves a priority. And I really, with the alpha female movement, want to inspire others to say, no, you can be there for everyone, but you have to be there for yourself first. Yeah, for sure. And I think something that that really like sticks with me is I actually try and be the opposite of busy. I I hate overscheduling and I hate filling up my day. So I really make sure that I have me time, my development time, my family time. And then there's honestly like there's not that much room for much else besides work and family. And that is the way I like it. And I think sometimes that requires saying no a little bit more than I want to, but that is how we have made it work for our family and our businesses. And sometimes I think that comes off as a little bit selfish, but really that's how my family and my husband and I thrive. And we try and stick by that. So it sounds like you believe that work-life balance or how I like to call it work-life harmony, it sounds like you believe it exists in terms of like being true to scheduling. I do. I do. And I, I don't think that it's something that comes easily 
to us, or maybe it does for some people, but it constantly requires us going back to, well, is that going to make us happy? And is that going to benefit our family? Or is it not? Because sometimes in the, I definitely in the past, I've caught myself saying yes to things that I didn't want to do. And then it adds a lot of stress to our life. And especially since when it comes to that day, you're like, why did I say yes to this? This isn't this isn't making us happy. This isn't adding to our family or our business. And obviously, sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do. But I really try and weigh that out and make sure that it works for us. Now, you mentioned when you get up at 5, one of your things is listening to podcasts. So I feel like we're twins in this aspect. Uh, yeah. And I know we both listen to Shailene Johnson. Um, other than her, uh, because she taught me this, uh, what other kind of business mentors uh, taught you that uh, that thought of um, knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no? I listen to, I'm like a podcast addict. Um, I listen to Entrepreneur on Fire by John Lee Dumas, Amy mm-hmm. Porterfield. I feel like they all have the same underlying messages, like just be, stay true to your business, stay true to yourself, stay true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm try- a, a recent one I started listening to is Kate Erickson's. That's also a good one. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Now I'm adding a new one to my list. (laughs) That is, it's actually John Lee Dumas's partner. Gotcha. So she does their audio blog and she, I, I feel like you will like her and you'll feel like you align with her too. It's really good. That's awesome. Yeah. So I know that it's kind of the mentality, like Shailene Johnson has her, uh, she calls it like your key priority. Yes. And, um, Danielle Laporte calls it your core desired feelings. And I wonder if it's easier because I'm not a mom, I'm not in my only my own little family unit. Sometimes I don't have that like layer of like my family is my priority. Mm-hmm. And then so I say yes to things that make them happy and make my life with them happy. What kind of input can you give to someone that's not a mom and not in a family life uh, on how to still do that, uh, but for themselves? I think we just have to get kind of get over it and just say like it's okay to say no why why do we have such a problem with saying no to someone I think we're so worried about making someone else upset or not pleasing someone else when in reality I think we more of us need to do that and and people are going to understand I think I also am really trying to be honest instead of like the white lie syndrome, which I knew I know like is it's so easy to tell a white lie instead of just being honest. And I'm really trying to just be honest with people and just tell them I really can't do that. I can't commit. And there's sometimes you don't even need to give a reason just that. I mean, my number one thing is just get over it and just tell, tell people no. I love that. And it's, uh, it's, I've seen it already in terms of scheduling interviews for this uh, podcast. I'm trying to get some amazing women on the timeline. And at the time of this recording, we're in December, so it's holidays. And I've had a few women come back to me and they're like, I'm taking a break from all things podcasts and interviews and work. And I am you know, spending the next two weeks with my family. And I love that. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Because right, right. That's, not a, that's not the white lie, but it's the... I understand when you say white lie when it's like, uh, no, I'm really booked up, but 
if they're not really booked up, they just want that time to themselves and that's right. okay. And we have to, be, yeah. we, I think we need to just allow everyone and give everyone the permission to just be true to ourselves and be authentic with our answers. Yes, I, I agree. And it's really, I mean, I don't want to come off like that's super easy for me because it's not, but it's yeah. definitely something that I'm working on, especially adding to my family and having one more person to care for. It's like something, you can't do everything. Something has to give. Otherwise, something's going to, one of the balls that you're juggling is going to drop. So what do you want that to be? Do you want that to be something that's super important to you or something that's super important to someone else? Mm -hmm. And that's why I put in my definition of an alpha female, that they nurture all the relationships with the people in her life and why they like why most alpha females really are people pleasers even mm-hmm. even if they're like gung-ho strong confident women they still want everyone in their family to be in friends and coworkers to love them and adore them and respect them yes so it's uh, it's going to be an age-old problem that we're always problem solving for yes definitely so you kind of alluded to the fact that you have a small business and you're coaching Um, so what would you say you're most passionate about right now? Just, I know, I don't want to say this is so broad, but just really helping women live a healthier, happier life, whether that's in the granola they buy from me, or if they're in my bliss community and they do nutrition and health coaching, or if it means helping them along with their business, figuring out how that they can actually have a business at home and support their families. So my kind of broad definition is that I just want to help women live a happier, healthier life. And then I have different branches under that in the ways that I do that. See, this is why I adore you because the head um, banner on my homepage says an alpha female is someone who strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. And I love that you focus on those two words, happy and healthy, because we can be healthy. We can, you know, know how to eat all the right things. We can know how to work out and do all these things. But if we're not also enriching our lives and ensuring that we are happy the entire time, then the healthy is not going to be sustainable. Yes, absolutely. I love that you're doing both. And because I am also, uh, I call myself a fitness personality and I'm launching my own side hustle this year. Um, I love the fact that we're both in both areas, you know, the business side of our lives as well as the health side. And I love um, that you can marry them together and are seeing great results by having kind of all these branches as you call them. Yeah, thank you. And what's your favorite in your snack company? What is your favorite product from Blissful Eats? Oh my goodness. My favorite product is the No Nutty Granola, but that is not my number one seller. My number one <laughs> seller is the Paleo Maple Nut Crunch, which is like hands down our our biggest seller, but I just love the No Nutty, the chocolate one. <laughs> Amazing. All right, so now that we're talking kind of about food and snacks, I'm getting hungry, but uh, tell me, what are your daily health habits that keep your immune system boosted? Well, my number one is exercise. That's the way I start every single day. I 
do some type of exercise for about a half hour, 40 minutes in the morning. My new kick I'm on is Pio. I'm obsessed with it, probably because I love all things Shaleen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she definitely got me hooked from the business side of it. And now I'm doing Pio, which I, I, I absolutely love. Um, and then what else do I do? I make sure I drink a smoothie every single day just to, I'm honestly, I work in the mornings from six to 11. So I don't have a lot of time to stop and eat. So if I can have a green smoothie and just kind of get my breakfast while I'm working, Mm -hmm. that is the fastest thing I can do. And then just Making sure I eat whole foods. Not, I don't eat a lot of, or if any, processed foods. Uh, I make sure I eat a lot of vegetables, drink water, mm-hmm. things like that. It's nothing crazy and it's nothing out of the ordinary, but I'm consistent. I make sure I exercise uh, most days of the week. I drink my water, I eat vegetables, and I sleep. That's awesome. <laughs> so if you're waking up at 5, what time are you going to bed? Oh my goodness. If I'm still awake after I put my three-year-old to sleep, then like nine or 10. Yeah, I hear you. I'm the same. And people always say like, how do you wake up at five? And it's like, well, you have to go to bed earlier. <laughs> you have to go to bed earlier. I I have always been a morning person. So I love the morning. No matter if it's light out, dark out, I like, if I sleep till seven, I'm like half the day is gone. Mm-hmm. So before Pio, what was your weekly fitness routine like? I started, well, so I had my second child almost eight months ago. So when I was coming back from that, I started with Jillian Michaels. Um, 20, ripped, 21 no, day? Ripped in 30. That's what okay. I started with. And then I went into her body shred program. But honestly, I was like three months postpartum. It was, it was too much for me. And mm. I ended up getting slightly injured and getting sidelined just for like two weeks. It wasn't anything crazy. And then I went into 21 day fix extreme, which I was the biggest skeptic. I thought it was going to be like, uh, not hard at all. And it totally kicked my butt. And then, and now I'm doing Pio. I like to switch. I, I, I'm very consistent and I'll do things for a couple months, but after a couple months, I'm always looking for like the next best thing. So it sounds like you do like to challenge yourself. I do. I do. So give us the difference between like before babies, how you challenged yourself fitness-wise, and now with babies, how you're treating yourself well and coming back from that. Honestly, before I had my kids, I was like a cardio bunny. I loved to spend an hour and a half at the gym easy because, I mean, I had no kids. That's just what I did after – well – also, I, I was a teacher for five years in New York City, mm. so after I was teaching, I would get out at 3.30, I would go to the gym for an hour, hour and a half, and then that's just what I did until I had Olivia, and then after that, I was pretty big in running, ran three or four times a week, and now I'm all, after two kids, I'm all about the short, effective workouts, 30 to 40 minutes, that's it, I'm done. I don't do a lot of cardio-based workouts. It's all, it's mostly strength and HIIT training, and honestly, that my body has responded the best to that. Mm -hmm. I love that you're listening to your body. Do you still run with the kids? Like, are you a stroller pusher? I was with Olivia. Mm -hmm. I haven't taken both of them out with the double. My husband will. But 
I have just found if I'm doing that in addition to what I'm doing, I end up getting injured and I just don't have the time for it. So running, I'm sure I'll go back to it at one day, but it's just on the back burner for now. Well, it's awesome that your husband, if the husband's taking them out for runs, you're like, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're getting fresh air that way. <laughs> Definitely. Um, that's awesome. So um, you've kind of covered that you eat a lot of veggies. How do you make sure that you're prepared for the week? Uh, like in terms of meal planning and do you do food prep? I used to be a huge food prep person and don't tell the ladies in my group, but I don't really do that much now. Um, I do meal plan. I'll sit down and write down a few meals that I want to make for the week. And I have my pre-typed grocery list and I'll just go down and check things off. But honestly, you know, every person is human. My downfall is lunch. I often eat at the kitchen counter while I'm taking care of two kids or doing something on the internet. So I definitely am human. And it's not like I eat something that's bad, but I tend to like eat Applegate ham rolled up with like spinach stuffed in in 10 minutes and just move on. Mm. So it sounds like you, uh, but you keep healthy food in the house. Yes, we, we don't have any junk in the house at all. Yeah, so even if you're standing eating, you're still eating good stuff. Yes, awesome. yes. Yeah. So I wonder if that's just for everyone listening, it's such an important thing if you don't work within the home to be able to learn how to meal prep and food prep and bring your meals with you. But if you work at home, I'm slightly jealous that you can actually just eat when you would like because you can walk to your kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And for so many years when I was teaching, I was I made my lunch and my snacks for the entire week on Sundays. I spent like an hour, an hour and a half meal prepping for years. And now I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I don't have to do that. But I do make sure we're always stocked with good food. So there's really no excuses. I love it. So knowing that you have two children running around the house and the fact that you're an entrepreneur and many entrepreneurs um, have the problem of shutting down, I love that you said that you have like your time to work and it's in the morning. Um, so at night, I'm assuming you're with your family. What kind of things are you doing with them so that everyone's winding down at night? And how do you reduce your stress in the evening? Yeah, we have our non-negotiables, which are dinner time. We don't ever work during dinner. Our phones are away. And then after dinner, when we're cleaning up for dinner, we always put music on. And right now it's Christmas music. <laughs> and we just clean up and kind of just hang out and chat now that my three-year-old can tell us about her day. And then we will do bedtime if it's a bath night and then stories and so one of us will put her to bed and then after that we try 70% of the time to be done with work or we'll try and catch up with a pers a professional development thing and lights are out by 10. Amazing and do you keep electronics in the bedroom are they outside of the bedroom? We do have them but we don't use them but it's not like we don't say like no phones in the bedroom, but they're not really used. So it's kind of a non-issue. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been learning to put my phone on airplane mode, um, at night and not turn it on until I leave the house in the morning. Oh, that's really good. So it's really just my alarm clock right now. That's a good tip. <laughs> um, okay. So, 
we talked about how like we're embracing how positive it is to be an alpha female, but what are pain points that most alpha females um, have to problem solve for constantly? I think, well, we talked about the saying no thing. I definitely know I have been called selfish at a couple of points in my Mm. life, maybe even by my family, my family most maybe, Uh, not my husband, you know, my sister, my mother. But I think that comes from putting myself and my family first and our priorities and then everyone else is like come second to that. That is something I think getting rid of that stereotype where realizing it's not being selfish, but sometimes I need to say no. Mm -hmm. Well, I say in the definition that being an alpha female is based on choosing ambition and being proud of it, but ensuring that happy and healthy work-life harmony happen. And that's a really hard thing to accomplish. And I, so I can understand how family members don't understand like that ambition. How can we explain it better to, um, close people that don't understand? Well, I think something that has worked for me is honestly just being, honestly being honest. I don't know Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the right sentence, but just being upfront about everything and just saying like, this is the, this is the season I'm in. I really need to, I'm working really hard on these goals. And if I can't answer you between the hours of six and 11, I promise I will get back to you and just explaining things and saying what your goals are and what you're striving for and asking for a little compassion and understanding. I think that is what has worked the best for me. We talked about seasons in episode one. I interviewed Shannon Lee Simmons, and we chatted that um, there's a school of thought that work-life balance and harmony doesn't actually exist, but seasons exist, So, Mm -hmm. especially for entrepreneurs before big launches. So I know that you just had a launch in the fall. Um, So would you have called that like a launch season, and now you're in like a holiday season? Well, yes, I was definitely in a launch season. And I feel like even though I'm not actively promoting anything right now, I still am trying because I'm in like Blissful Eats busy season for Mm. December and January. But I am really, really, really trying to work in the holiday things and being off for the weekend. And yesterday we went to the Tonight Show, my husband and I, and went and walked around. and saw the tree and just I'm much more conscious of having the weekends off and taking those moments and hours with my family during this time but it's still having two businesses is a little bit hectic because when one is off it's kind of like the other's on yeah okay so it does sound like you do strive for balance on a daily basis but your businesses have seasons yes yeah awesome And then the other thing I wanted to say in terms of um, when we were talking about sharing ambition and having people understand it, I find um, that sharing goals and asking people to help us be accountable for them makes them feel inclusive, that they're like, they're along for the ride, they're part of the trip, they're a conspirator. Yeah. So I love sharing my goals in a public manner so that people know what I'm working on and they know why I'm so focused at a moment. That is, that's really great. And that, that's definitely something I do in my bliss community, especially with the girls in the group, because they've, they've found, and I've found that the more people you have supporting you and kind of rooting for you, then the more likely you're going to make it happen. 
So where is your Bliss community actually based? Is it online, Facebook group? It's online. It's a Facebook group. That's awesome. Okay, so we'll ensure that all of the uh, links to how people can find out more about it and or join um, will be all in the show notes. So last but not least, this is my favorite question because everyone has a different view, but what is your definition of happiness? My family. Can I just say that? (laughs) Um, Yes, definitely spending time with my family, but being able to work. I took a long time where I was just mom for about three years. I was a full-time mom and I loved every second of it, but being able to get back to work and having a balanced life and a balanced day has really brought me back to life even more. And I didn't even realize it was missing. I love that. I absolutely love that. Because <laughs> it's nice to hear that my family is like first and foremost my priority, but having the ability to be an entrepreneur and a business woman at the same time um, and being able to find that balance um, is great for anyone that is hoping to do that eventually in their life. Or if they don't have that balance right now, being inspired that if you can do it, pretty much anybody else can. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Um, So thank you so much for joining me on the Alpha Female Podcast. I really enjoyed our interview. I did too. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. This episode is sponsored by the Live Like an Alpha Female Video Challenge. Are you ready to take charge of your fitness and health routine? Are you ready to get organized so that you have more time to spend with your family or friends or loved ones without feeling always stressed. That's why I created the Live Like an Alpha Female video challenge. It's a five-day video series that helps you decrease stress, get organized, and find more time in your day to go after all of your crazy big goals and dreams. We'll tackle things from fitness, how to be proactive with your health and nutrition, ways to stay healthy and less stressed at work, and also go through all of my smartphone organization tips. Sign up at robinbaldwin.com forward slash alpha female for the free video challenge today. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice and leave me a rating and review. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com. That's Robin with a Y. B-A-L-D-W-I-N. And join us next week for another inspiring chat. I hope you have a spectacular day.